Okay, dokey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Out of Time Film Podcast, where we talk films and other stuff in nerd culture. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, John. Hello there. General uh, Kenobi. Last week, yeah. John was, was late, and this week, he's not even here. We're doing this over Skype. Uh, um, I, I'm terribly sorry if the um, <laughs> quality sounds so bad. Um, but there were some last minute plans that we had to do, but at least we're here. Yeah, you're not going to miss it for the world. You're here. It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah, hopefully be the great. Hopefully the audio audio works. But yeah. Who knows? If not, who... then sue us. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't. Please don't. don't please don't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with some good news. I have been recently informed that our first video... Our first podcast got yeah. is over 100 views. Really? Yeah. Wow. Great. Let's have a clap. Well done us. Well done us. Well done us. I'm super so proud. Happy. I would like to thank the Academy. No. I want to thank um, the ground. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we had a lot of uh, interesting news. We did. Uh, we did. Week. It's definitely been a week of news. Yeah, it has. So, first of all... I'm going to start off with... Bloody The Batman. Again, we're back with ba- The Batman news. Yeah. And today is the fact that it may be going back into a production, but it might not. Okay, so we got some news... That it was going to keep on filming without Robert Battenbat. However, because obviously he had he has coronavirus. However, yeah. then reports come out that it's actually not going ahead. This is very confusing. Yes. What do you think? But at least um, they're filming without him because at, um, they're trying to do production without him. I mean. Uh, we'll we'll see if it where where where's it go. Yeah, it's uh, it it's definitely going to be you know um a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah, it it will be yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh right. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna second st- news of the week. I'm gonna stick with with DC news, the the big DC news of the week. Uh, this John, broke my up. my friend. <laughs> Wonder Woman, 1984, has been delayed until December. Not just December, it's been delayed till Christmas Day, December 25th. Only a week after Dune. This is insane. At least we're going to get some content. I mean, yeah, but this is like... I mean, this film was originally going to release December 19th last year. This is going to be like the new New Mutants. And by the way, we'll be talking about the new mutants in the main segment of the show. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, we'll talk about that in spare detail. Oh yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, Wonder Woman delayed again. I'm yeah. I'm upset. I was so looking forward to this. Yeah. We were going to do an it, episode it, on it. it. Was about, sorry, um, it was about to come out like in October. Yes, which October second. Like, Away? Yes, we were going to do an episode on it. Our sixth episode of the podcast was going to be on Wonder Woman 1984. 
But oh no. Nope. They decided not to because of money. <sighs> yes, apparently, according to. Oh, there's my emails. Apparently, according to sources, the reason, the reason why it's been delayed is so Tenet, we all know Tenet, we've talked about it a lot on the pod. Yeah. Tenet, they want Tenet to gain more money. That's mad. Yeah. It did more money than we just spoken right now. <laughs> yes, last I think last time we spoke it was... Uh, 50 mil? Fifth, yeah, I think it was 50, something like that. I'm yeah. not sure. Okay, next piece of news. Yes. John, have you heard of Mr. Tom Cruise? Oh, can I talk about this? Can I talk about this? You can talk about this. Oh, right, so, everyone... Everyone must surely know that Tom Cruise is one dangerous person. <laughs> I mean, he he does so many dangerous stunts. So, if you've seen the Mission Impossible films, if you haven't, go watch them. They're, They're great. And just so you know, the second one isn't that good, but like persist with it. Persist. Yeah. Sick. Like four, five, six, brilliant. Yeah, four, five, six are just like the best cinema I've seen in a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> but Fallout's the best one. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. We'll, we'll we'll have to cover them before Seven. Yeah, comes we'll out. cover that. We'll when cover that. We'll cover that. Two points will come out. Isn't Mission Impossible come out, gonna come out? Uh, the 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 seventh one is gonna come out this year. No, no, next year. Sorry. I might have it written down. Oh okay, but okay. I'll talk about the the craziest. Yes, 19th of November to... next year. Okay, so there was a video or um, some sort of uh, clip that just um, that was uh, resurfaced, no, no, surfaced on Twitter. Uh, and it was Tom Cruise riding a motorbike and there was a ramp like at the edge of some Mount, uh, of a mountain or a hill. I don't know. Not a hill. No, um, it was definitely more of a mountain. Tom Cruise. Uh, why am I saying his name, full name? Because it's going to be Tom like... The, the legend. Tom Cruise, Cruise is going to jump off... The man the, the myth. Bridge ...while wearing... Um, ...meat. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and then... he And then he jumped off the motorbike... ...when... ...he was in midair, And... He just parachuted. What a mad lad. <laughs> Indeed, what a mad lad. That is insane. I mean, Mission Impossible is known for its crazy stunts. He has done some insane things. But uh, this is, we don't uh, spoil it on the podcast because... No, we, we, won't, we won't spoil it here, but... Um, yeah, because we, we've seen like the spoilers like from trailers and everything, but we want to experience... Those things that are just crazy, like the first time, but you know, like on the big screen. But sometimes it's good to see on the big screen. But I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And right. Speaking of crazy stunts in franchises, we're yeah. going to talk about Fast Nine. What we're going to <laughs> we're going to talk about Fast and Furious Nine. Oh, yeah, Fast and Furious yes. 9. Uh, so, now, okay, let's talk about um, this. Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> who plays Lenny, not Lenny, Lenny. Letty, but uh, when, we were, when we were watching the first yeah. film, 
We thought very... her name was Lenny. Um, <laughs> she was in a recent interview, and yeah. she is pretty much confirming, and this is already um, hinted at by Ludacris, who is another and actor. This was a very franchise. weird news. This is very weird news. This is strange. Go on, you say. But, I like where they're going. <laughs> yeah, go on. Tell us, John. So, so, me and Tom, we love the Fast and Furious franchise. We love it's great. It's every great. movie apart from two. <laughs> well, how did they get on the boat? Oh, God, awful movie that was. How did they get on the boat? God damn. I don't know. Uh, tell us in the comments. Like, we'll some to, crazy we'll... series or something. Oh, it's mental. So, we've seen some crazy stuff on, in, the, in the Fast and Furious franchise. We like, really have. Uh, in seven, when uh, Brian drove his, uh, no, drove the car, a super fast car, through three buildings, and that was oh, crazy. Yes, yeah. Oh, it's such a good scene. That's fine. And when Dominic Toretto was fighting uh, <laughs> um, Jason Statham, Dominic Toretto. Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you will. <laughs> yeah, just, Jason so Statham iconic. being um, Jason Statham. And then Statham. he says. You know what happens in street fights? <laughs> the street always wins. <laughs> I want to say your your Vin Diesel impression is amazing. Oh, thank you. Can, <laughs> can everyone um, um, nom- nominate me for in the Oscars for the best voice acting? <laughs> um, so in this one, um, they're going to space. This is okay. Now, now you're probably thinking, why are they going to space? But think about it. You've got a very angry man who doesn't <laughs> want to move at all, and you've got a group of people like Ludacris, um, Roman. I, d- I forgot. Oh, Tej. Tej, that's his name. Tej. Tej. Roman, Roman is my favorite character. I want everyone to know that. And you've got John Cena, <laughs> and it's going to be in space. It's going to be in like sp- some crazy gravity, Sandra Bullock stuff. <laughs> Oh, they're going to meet Sandra Bullock in space. Yeah, gravity. Now, why... Now, this is the thing. A lot of people have pointed this out, but The Fast and the Furious, like the first film in the franchise, was about stealing DVD players. And now we're in space. This is absolutely mental. Because it was just, like, from the ground up. You know, like, it was, like, basic racing, some heist... But now it's going to spin. <laughs> I, this this like, is just crazy. Um, like some, uh, it's like okay. Um, you're what? Uh, you're um, for example, you're just uh, uh, making some cars, like some really good cars. But then, uh, like in the next ten years. Your cars are going to be in space. How are they going to get the, the cars into space? That's the big question. Yes. Because these, yeah. these cars aren't built for atmospheric re-entry or exiting. Like, it's not yeah. possible. But, I mean, I would like to see where this is going. Oh, hell, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be wild. Yeah. I, look, I love the Fast and Furious franchise. And, wait, who's directed this time? Is it... The same guy? It might well, be Justin Lin again. Let me have a look. Um, because James Wan did an excellent um, 
uh, he did really good uh, in um, the seventh one. He yes. he filmed the seventh one. That was a really good film. Um, so yes, it's Justin Lin again, and uh, Justin oh, again? Lin. Oh, yes, okay. he he directed five, six. Did he direct eight? No, he directed five and six, and I think he direct, also directed Fast and Furious. No, uh, just okay. just five and six. To be at prison because he actually turned the um the like he turned us the turned the right direction to the Fast and Furious. You know, like five was yeah. like the star of it. You know, like yeah, the five star of five the did Fast great things. Five introduced the Rock. Like five really, you know, pushed it to new new levels, new limits. Yeah, and he used um. Stuff from uh, the old films, and we used it in this film, in these films, and it's like a fresh take, you know, um, like different characters, yeah. and uh, and yeah, I I absolutely love it. It's just great. Yeah, it's it's only gone up since that. So so John, John, we yes. have we got more DC news. I'm sorry, oh. I'm sorry. Okay, so this is actually from Eric Wallace, who is the showrunner of The Flash, the TV show. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. And slight spoilers for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, but f- I-, I know you don't. Uh, but for the. You-, you already know. But for viewers who don't know, I don't know how you can't know. But this concerns Ezra Miller. And um, Eric said that he wants to see more of Ezra Miller in the Flash in the show, maybe even for a couple of episodes. This oh. this is interesting because we've never seen properly uh, characters from the films that are in- ongoing having a, a, a big role in, yeah. in in the in in the shows, or at least like a, a proper appearance that's in the shows. Really interesting. That's that sounds really really cool. Yeah, I would love. To- to watch that, yeah. Uh, do you think yeah. who? Uh, do you think it should stop there, or do you think more people from the films um, should come come down? Well, come and hang. Well, I mean, Crisis on Infinite Earth. That was like huge uh, turnout for like the CW uh, because it, it got like um, different shows uh, onto this one special extravaganza. Oh, like, it got nice. cameos, got stuff like that, and. And if you add more people onto Flash, that'll make the show more interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, different directions, as as Eric Wallace proved in season six, taking the show to new places is, is, is the future yeah. for it. I know you yeah. haven't seen season six yet, but it's it's the best season since season two, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, great. Okay. Um, wait, did he do... Season one, or did he just no. do them? No, I'm not sure who did season one or the other seasons, but I think seasons one and two have one showrunner, and then three, four, and five have a different one, and then six and seven have very uh, yeah. I recommend watching uh, the Flash, especially season one and season two, because those are the one of the best shows, um, like the best stuff I've seen on TV uh, or. On DVD. Yeah, um, but <laughs> they're they're really good. I'd recommend yeah, they're, just they're really good. I'd recommend and just the whole Arrowverse. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, and um, I had an 
a blast. Well, amazing time watching them, and it's just made my day watching them. And oh yeah, yeah, I just absolutely love it. Um, yeah, interesting. So do I? Okay, so this is this is a this is an odd one, right? But yeah, The Godfather Part Three is getting what? an extended cut. The director's coming back to the franchise. Oh. He's he's changing okay. it up. We're gonna get a new cut of Godfather Three. Now I haven't seen the Godfather. No, I haven't either. But this is interesting. So first of all, we get the Snyder cut as the big prominent new cut of Justice League, and now we're getting a different cut of the Godfather. Okay. Are now... we are we starting to see loads more director's cuts coming out? What do you think? Um. Okay. So um. Okay, so the thing is, um, with the director's cut, it's great to see their vision. Like, I agree. What they've done with the uh, the film. Uh, so, like, Watchmen. Yes. Uh, so, that had a lot of um, stuff cut out, but we get to see what the director put in, or, uh, like, Zack Snyder. Yes. He had everything uh, wanted to put in, but he couldn't. So, that was really good. No octopus. Octopus uh, so with this. Uh, we can we can see like a new trend, uh, like with um, with the director's cut. So, um, well, I haven't seen the Godfather, uh, Godfather or any of those parts, but uh, having the director's cut of something that is like um, like one of the best films in cinema's history, uh, maybe that'll make it make make the film a little bit more interesting or yes. um, something that will make something, you know, um, I'm not sure. It's, it, it is, well, it's better. a weird friend, but I see what they're trying to do. So. Yes. Any, any yeah, films, like, any films you want to see? Uh, what, what do you mean by that? Like any films you want to see given, you know, the director's cut, you know, like um, the original intention. Okay, uh, just... I know what director's cut uh, I think you want. Uh, isn't it Back to the Future or something like that? No, it's not actually. Uh, oh. I was going to say The Amazing Spider-Man. Because oh, The Amazing yeah. Spider-Man and The Amazing That's Spider-Man an 2 choice, by the way. were... Um, um, the director's cut I would love to see is... Um, oh, that's... Uh, Oh, that's really hard. Because <laughs> there's really good films. Um, Blade Runner, again. Another Blade oh, Runner. Oh, oh uh, I want to see uh, the director's cut of Blade Runner's 2049 because that's just an excellent film. Oh, okay, interesting. Because, um, you know, like, we had a director's cut for the first Blade Runner. Yeah, film. I was just saying, like... Yeah, they had a like, directional cut like, uh, with that. There were, like, so, seven director's cuts for that film. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's like the well, we watched the final cut, which is the yeah. We watched the theatrical cut, which was amazing, by the way. No, we didn't. We didn't watch the theatrical. We watched the final cut, the theatrical. No, did we? Yeah, yeah. The theatrical cut. No, no, no. I I thought that we watched the theatrical. No, no. We watched the final cut, the theatrical. Fun fact: the theatrical cut added um, voiceover, like narration from Deckard. Because um, because they thought that the audience wouldn't understand. 
and oh, like, really? what, like yeah, understand like what was happening. And then oh. at the end, they added in a scene where Deckard and Rachel yeah, are, are driving that, are driving that, yeah. off. And well, um, yeah, I think the final yeah. cut is like um, definitive. Something that makes the film a bit more ambiguous, you know, like something that yeah uh, makes you curious about what's happening in this world in the year of twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, yeah, which I absolutely love. So with Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I want to see more of, like, um, the idea of, uh, like, the world was changing a lot, wasn't it? Like, you got, like, new technology, you got um, stuff that uh, has been destroyed, um, and you got, like, scenes with Ryan Gosling. (laughs) More Ryan Gosling, please. All Uh, we need, more Ryan Gosling. We'll get there one day. One day we'll, we'll have an episode of Ryan Gosling where we just gush. About Ryan Gosling. Okay, okay, so, next, we got some pictures for The Mandalorian. Yeah! <laughs> what, uh, we, we have Entertainment Weekly did a, um, an article on The Mandalorian Season 2, um, yeah. in which they interviewed Dave, uh, Dave? Not Dave Filoni, John Favreau, um, and some of the cast, and yeah. they released uh, exclusive images. Uh, obviously, this wrapped up before the pandemic even begun. So, yep. um, so they've they've they're been in post production. The yes, they are lucky. very lucky, and they've, they've been in post production for a long time. Um, some some cool new information. Um, John Favreau is actually going to direct the season f- premiere this time. So oh, this is oh, his, yeah. this is his uh, first time directing. He's not just writing. He's going to direct this one, um, and and we got the actual pictures themselves there were seven of them oh I'm yeah there were i think so yeah I'm, I'm not sure let me let me look um so we got so we got one of um moff gideon you know the big bag yeah john carlo the, the, Esposito. The, bad, the bad with the cool thing at the end yes which... spoilers we can't we still don't know if we can see you know some people don't haven't got disney plus yet some countries yeah, I've got fam. I've got family in Sweden who still don't have Disney Plus. They're getting it in uh, September, so yeah, we won't spoil it for their sake. Um, we got a picture of a Tuscan Raider on a Bantha, which means we're going back to Tatooine again. Yep. I, again, I, uh, I, th- I'm a bit sick of Tatooine. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I like how um, they're not like. Uh, not wasting uh, like planets or something like that. Yeah, um, I, it's like uh, like a fan favorite thing um, to go back and see uh, like why uh, Star Wars like was loved and like, like yeah. how like were these planets? Um, you know what I mean? Like something that what made Star Wars so. Yeah, I, I like, mean like they, they they put it in for fan service. Yeah, and that's cool. Um, but maybe but this I is. Too, I I hope you don't do too much because they might break it. Yeah, right. Exactly. But um, this might mean Boba Fett because you know there was the rumors yeah. that Boba Fett's going to yeah. be in this one, and obviously last time we saw him, he was on Tatooine. So yep, this was. might this might be it. This is it. <laughs> yeah, this actually might be uh, a really good use of him yes. uh, because he's been a fan favorite. In... He really has. I've in, got the the Lego Slave one. 
<laughs> his, yeah. his, of course, his iconic ship. Um, uh, G- uh, Gina Carano, who plays Cara Dune in the show, did an interview, yeah. and she said that some of the rumours are true and some of them aren't. So oh. there's obviously been a lot uh, of rumours. Um, favourite character from the Clone Wars? Ahsoka! Yeah, Ahsoka! Give us Ahsoka! <laughs> no, yes, I, lo- I do love Ahsoka. Uh, she's probably my favourite character in all of Star Wars. Which really? is which is a big which is a big uh, statement, but yeah, I love her to bit. She's amazing. Um, yeah. Too many people haven't watched the Clone Wars. This is my weekly my weekly segment. Watch the oh, Clone Wars. Oh, this is it's about great. me, guys. Uh, this is about me. Um, <laughs> yes, watch the Clone Wars. I'll try. I'll it's try. great. It's oh, great. oh, uh, my dad ended the Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, what really? Yeah. Oh no. So, I and I said, "Oh, the Mandalorian season two is coming back." I was like, "Okay, we'll put that. We'll get Disney Plus when that comes back." Oh, yeah. Wow. So weird. Yeah, that's that is weird. But you know, at least you'll get to watch it because we'll be covering it on the pod. Yeah, we will indeed. Um, okay, we also got a picture of the Mandalorian um, and the child. Uh, they're both oh, back. Oh. They're looking cool. Look at the motorbike and. Just see them. Yes, together, they've got like, the motorbike. It looks cool, and then the child's in a little pouch. It looks like so cute. It looks so cute. Um, it's also... called the child, not baby Yoda, oh, listeners. Dude, dude, I tell you what. When I went back into college uh, earlier yeah. this week, my politics teacher said, "Oh, what's on your mask?" For those of you who don't know, on my face mask, I've got the child, and I said, "Oh, it's the child from the Mandalorian." And she kind of looked at me like, "What?" And I said, "Oh, baby Yoda," and she said, "Oh, baby Yoda, yeah." And I was like, "Oh, for God's sake, <laughs> for God's sake, man." <laughs> We've also got some pictures of Cara Dune, who looks uh, the same as always. She looks cool. Yeah, um, but pretty. I want to say. The pictures of Grief Karga, the man is looking fine. Like, look at those. Look, look at what he's wearing. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. He's got he's got this uh, like velvet kind of like cloak on with like gold tassels and like a lovely beard. He looks great. He looks amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Next, we have. You were speaking about. Um, about Blade Runner before twenty forty nine, which is obviously directed by Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. And what did uh, we get this week? This week, we had this glorious trailer, and I was pretty amazed with this trailer because I watched um, this director's uh, of the films like Arrival, Sicario. Um, Oh, what else? Blade Runner. Uh, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, and other uh, films. And he is a really um, great director really in is. sci-fi films. Because um, I think that's his specialty. Because it's like more focused on something that... Um, that what people are amazed by. Yes. Or something that leads you to somewhere uh like that people haven't known before uh so well now we have our trailer for dune 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 yeah it's not dune anymore i love the trailer it It looks great it's a long trailer definitely but it looks really good yeah i mean 
if it's a long trailer, that means it's going to be a long film. Oh yes, I mean, he, all of his other, all of uh, Denny's films are very, very long. But I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind either. I think a longer film, more time for character development. We love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, what 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 are your favorite bits of the trailer? What do you like? What are you looking at? So, uh, there is the book of uh, there's the book right there's the um, yes massive book. Here. I keep seeing waterstones. Uh, so <laughs> I have never. I don't know what Dune is about. Or no, me neither. Big uh, worms. So, it's about big big worms. So, um, okay. So I like the. Um, the idea of um, like um, like going to um, I don't know what the story is. So um, yeah, no, but no, I, I like to see the different actors um, together. Yes, uh, uh, like kind of put them out of their comfort zone. You know, like something that yeah, uh, like you you see Zendaya. She's in um, very popular uh, films, isn't she? Like in Spider Man, Great Showman. Uh, Great Sherman, yeah. Yes. But this one, this is like a, a different um, turn. Like, yes, this seems uh, like a you different don't thing. Normally, see me. her in sci-fi films, no. but I like this because um, it kind of sees like uh, how um, actors can be from one genre to another. So yeah. I like that. I agree. Uh, and can I just say, Oscar Isaac looks so oh. sexy. His, beard. his beard is incredible. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, Oscar Isaac's going to be um, great in this film. He uh, is, he is. He's, he's a phenomenal actor. He is. Uh, Poe Dameron, loved him. Yeah, uh, he's in Drive. Is he? Uh, yep. Oh, I've got to watch Drive. This is going to be the weekly segment where John tells Tom to watch Drive. Okay, this is like the number one film you need to watch. I, I I will watch it. Well, you've got the Blu-ray, so um, I'll borrow that off you. Uh, when do you please. want me to give it to you? Uh, next week when we record the pod. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Brilliant. Um, it's it's Blu-ray, Blu-ray, Blu-ray. I used to not be a fan of Blu-ray, and then I, and then uh, I bought um, Josh Brolin. Oh, we get to see Josh Brolin. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. I I can't unsee he's Thanos or yes Fable. Yes, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He's jo- uh, anyway. He's Jonah Hex. He's Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Oh God. <laughs> There's so many characters. Um, oh, what's yeah, his name? What's uh, his name in the Goonies? What's his name in the Goonies? Um. He plays. The oh. Br- oh. He plays oh. the brother. Ah, oh, forgot. Uh, Josh Brolin. His name's Josh Brolin in the film. Uh, no, wasn't he? <laughs> um, ah, I forgot. Anyway. No, yeah, me too. Uh, bully us in the comments because we don't know. Yes, please, um, please, please bully us. Yeah, please. We, we don't deserve this. We don't deserve anything. Uh, okay. Um, uh, okay, and then we saw, like, some shots. Um, well, the film doesn't give us too much about what's happening. Um, but it there's, like, the most... Uh, but this is like the famous uh, thing about this film. It's like the giant worm, you know, yes. at the end of the trailer. Um, so that's why I saw it in the book cover. And that's like the most popular thing about this. Yeah. Um, but uh, this um, book or film. Uh, so um, I'm intrigued what this film is going to go. Um, or it's going to be the same as the book. Or um, what... 
and the director's going to change with the film. I, I don't, I don't mind, but I'm really, really intrigued about this. Yeah, I'd like to, wa- I'd like to watch the original Dune before I see the new one. Oh yeah, there is, there is the film. Yeah, David, uh, David Lynch's Dune. That, uh, that's one I want to get check out. You know. Yeah, but yeah. um, okay. So here's the thing that, um, so the original Dune, yeah. I think the the the, the new one is going to be the better is going to be the better one than the original because yeah yeah, yeah I agree the thing with Dennis Villeneuve I just said in like five minutes ago he's he's a um, he has a specialty in sci-fi yes, so he, he he really thrives in that genre yeah I haven't um, seen a so yet though I have faith in him and I'm pretty excited for the film yes so yeah. Me too. Okay, we've got a final piece of news now. Um, it's a bit of a bit of a light one to end with, but uh, Chris Hemsworth, in an interview, did confirm that he isn't going to be done with the MCU after Thor: Love and Thunder. And oh. I want to be the first to say, or at least the first in this podcast to say, I I don't really care. Like, yeah, me neither. I, I, I've, I've seen... He's been in six... Yeah, six films... No, seven films now. Yeah, And I'm I mean, just like... I, he's had a really good arc, and I'm ready for it to end. Uh, I mean, okay. Um, I really like this character in the MCU. Yes, I agree. Uh, he's funny. He is. Uh, he's... Um, he's broken. Like, he's broke. <laughs> he's got no money. Oh yeah, he's got no money, and it's it, yeah. What you said, it's a, an interesting arc, but I'm not really interested. Uh, I'm not really sad or emotional about him going. I mean, he had a pretty good one. He did. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Um, I, I think you know that they, they should move away from the older heroes and bring the the newer ones into the limelight. And I mean, like I don't really care. And we might get Thor five six and or maybe just end it there but um, we have so many Thor films I, mean, I know it's like and he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 it's like it seems like a lot wait oh yeah he is, he is going to be in it he is yeah seems like a lot yeah but yeah farewell to him the, yeah um, um, take your hammer and let go yeah well that's never that's, apparent, apparently that's not happening anytime soon unfortunately wait what yeah <laughs> Wait, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah, because the, the movie uh, is still in development. Yeah, I don't think it started filming yet. And yeah. even then, if it, if what he says is true, he might be in more Avengers films and, and all that. So that sounds yeah. fun. Well, yeah, uh, good luck to him in, in the future. Yes, I, I agree. Make Extraction 2 or whatever, I don't know. Did you watch Extraction? Extraction? Uh, sorry, what? You know the Netflix film, Extraction. Oh, no, I have not. It's alright, it's pretty good, it's fine. Um, it's, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's good, I'd say it's a solid film. 7 out of 10, maybe 6. I liked it. Okay, okay, cool, cool. I'll, uh, I'll watch that in the future. Okay, um, we're, we're going on to... We're go- uh, I'm not looking oh, forward to this Our bit. main segment. Main okay, segment. Okay, okay. Uh, guys... Guys, uh, okay, we're going to talk about the last, uh, the last mutants. No, the <laughs> new mutants. Sorry, the new mutants. The last mutants. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm so I'm sorry. The last mutants. Um, so the new mutants. I haven't seen this film. No, you haven't. So what I'm going to explain to you, or what I didn't. I, I don't mind before you to me because 
I'm not really interested in this film because... Oh, yeah, it, you wouldn't be. I t- it's not good. I didn't like it. Um, okay, tell me in every detail. Okay, okay, okay. So, the film starts, right? And we're following this this young girl um, yeah. w- uh, called Danny. And she is in uh, a tra- in like in a trailer, um, in a uh, tree, in a, in, a, in a trailer, in a trailer, in a trailer, trailer. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, what are, what are you deaf? Like stuck in a tree. Help! I'm stuck in a tree. Well, uh, well, you just wait. You just wait. You just wait. Uh, and her dad wakes her up, and they're, and they're in a in the middle of a giant snowstorm. Right, oh, okay. and they're running, and then they find this tree, right, with a yeah. hole in it, and 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 she hides inside the tree whilst her dad goes to help people, and then her dad dies. Wait, what? Um, yeah, I know, so quick, I know, and and then she's she's oh, oh by the way, this is full full spoilers. We should have probably said that. Yeah, straight full away. spoilers. Full we'll spoilers. Go, we'll go. I'm sorry, we're not uh, pulling any we'll punches. A, a non- massive yeah. spoiler warning in. The YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's, like, here's, here's the non-spoilers. I didn't like it. Okay, back to the, <laughs> back to the film. And then she starts running, and she sees like a giant, like a bear in the in the snow. A bear. A bear. A giant bear, like a huge, like a huge bear. Um, <laughs> and then she goes to this, like, into this like hospital, um, where there are four. Wait. Where was this hospital? Oh, I don't even know. Somewhere in America. Oh. They don't even that... say. They're very secluded in this hospital. And she's with um, she's with five of the mutants. No, four of the mutants. Young mutants. New mutants, you could even say. And can I just say, some of these characters are so generic. Like, Okay, the... um, okay can I just start off something? Uh, okay, so the opening is so generic. Uh, oh, yeah. Can I just say... It's oh, just yeah. like a normal thing. Uh, people wake up. Um, oh no, something's yeah. happening. We have to run. Oh, getting killed. Oh, uh, protagonist hides in something and goes into something. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And and, and <laughs> we've got these. We've got these four. We've got these four mutants, and they are yeah. all all five, I guess. They are all such stereotypes. Oh god. So you've got this. You got the rich, pretty boy. You've got oh, the. Yeah. You've got the, the you know, the, the girl who's, like, really sassy and really dark. Yeah. Um, you've got the shy girl and the shy boy, and it's, okay, like... Okay, 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 let me guess who each character is. Okay, okay. okay. So, uh, tell me the first one. Okay, so there's the rich pretty boy. Okay, so the rich pretty boy. Um, I'm going to look at the cast now. All right. Because I, I want to... Because I've seen the trailer and everything. Yes. So, uh, I'm going to say the actor's... The actor's name, uh, or the actress' names. Uh, so, the witch, pretty boy. So, um, okay. Uh, give me a second. I'm sorry, sorry, ladies and gents. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I'll sing a song. So, we've got the witch, pretty boy. So, um, okay. Uh, Henry Zaga. Yes. Okay, I'm just trying to imagine what's happened. Okay, well, let me let me, let me let me let me let me Google the cast so I know exactly who you're talking about. Next, we've got the uh, the sassy dark girl. Uh, okay. Um, I would say 
Um, this is like a guess who. Um, so I would say Maisie Williams. It's not. It's oh. not. Is it Anna Taylor Joy? It is. It is. It's Anya Taylor Joy. Oh. Okay. Well, she had white hair. She does. She does. But she's still pretty dark. She's Russian. They, there you go. Oh, there you, I'm sorry. There I'm you go. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so and then you got the shy. And then you got the shy girl. Uh, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things. No, the shy girl, John. Oh, shy girl. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I mean, still... he could be. Yes, it's Maisie Williams. Wow, I did not guess. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, by process of elimination, Charlie Heaton is the nice guy. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's there. There are okay, some. Okay. I, I there are some like. There are some good ideas with this. So okay. So um, Maisie Williams uh, plays Rain, who can turn into a wolf. Um, Wait, a wolf. Yes, she can turn into a wolf. That's the power. That's the power. You're kidding me, right? <laughs> uh, Henry Zaga plays. Um, no. Oh, I almost said Firestorm. Sunspot. Uh, you remember Sunspot from um, X-Men Days of Future Past? Yes. Yeah, so yes, he's basically true. like the Human Torch. Um, uh, Charlie Heaton, he can, like, fly. <laughs> That's it. He can fly really fast, I think. Um, I don't really oh, know what his powers are. Suicide Squad. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Here, here, here comes Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. What a film! What a what a masterpiece of cinema. Um, <laughs> and then and then and then Charlie Heaton. Can I just say you're absolutely right? That is so generic. Yes. Because it's some of the different powers. Uh, but from one of the clips I saw, Anna Taylor Joy, she had like a sword. Yes. That's yes. different. I like that. Yeah, like she that. has. She has a sword, and she can go into this other dimension, and she has a pet dragon, which is a sock puppet for half the film, and then the end of the film, the sock puppet turns into a dragon, because of course it does. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Cool, right? Totally. Um, Continue the story, the most generic story, come on. uh, Right, okay, then, um, oh, I've got something else to say. Yeah. You know how you said about Slipknot? Yeah. You never guess who's in this film. He's in this film? Yeah, Slipknot's in the... Not, not the character, <laughs> but, but the actor of Slipknot is in the film. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's just funny. He's back, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. No! He's back for more. Anymore. He's great. No, he plays, he plays Danny's dad, so he dies, like, straight away. Again, generic... Yes. Suicide Squad's done it first. Yes, Suicide Squad did it first, folks. Okay, so the whole film, there's this... Um, okay, so, so what we're going to do is, as I explain this to you, you've got to figure out what Danny's powers are, okay? Okay. So the whole film, we didn't know what her power is, yeah? And so there's this whole bit. Uh, so so um, Roberto, being Sunspot, and Charlie Heaton, who is Sam, are talking, and then Roberto leaves, and... And there's like a rattling in the washing machine, and there's like a fiery hand in the washing machine. Um, oh, okay. and and then and then and then he starts to see like his dad and his 
uh, and the and the miners that he used to work with that he got claustrophobia and, and scared and killed them all. And so he starts seeing these these people. Um, and during this, you see that um, that Danny's pa- that Danny's like. Uh, uh, oh, psionic energy is going up, and then later on in the film, Rain, the 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 the, the priest who who beat her half to death, comes back and brands her with a W for witch. Um, are you following so far? What? Yeah, right. And then and then Ileana, who is Anya Taylor Anya Taylor Joy. She starts seeing the the men who abused her, who are like really creepy, like giant oh, yeah. things. Yeah. And then, and then, um, Sunspot sees uh, his girlfriend who he set on fire. Can you guess what Danny's powers are? Oh boy! Oh, this is so hard. Okay, so um, is it the little girl? No, wait, was it? Um... Oh, uh, da- is it Danny? No. Yeah, what yeah. Was- oh, okay. Well, what uh, what are her powers? Can you guess from so what I've just told it, okay, you? Okay, let me guess. So her powers is uh, that she uh, tries to get uh, like people's dark past. Yes, that's it. <laughs> right, that's super easy to figure out. Right, you don't you haven't even watched the film and you've seen it. Right. Yeah. But the whole film... Uh, it's just so generic! Right, the whole film, they don't tell you, like... They don't tell you what it is. And then, in this giant climactic scene, the doctor, who's, like, keeping them all there, she says, Yo, you don't know what her powers are? Her powers are that she tell that she can make you see your d- deepest, f- darkest fears. And it all goes, like, dun, dun, dun. And it's like, what? We already knew that. Like... And even then, after they play it as this giant twist, the characters don't react to it at all. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible writing. There. there are some pretty cool scenes of, like, when they're seeing the... Like, when it's doing some horror stuff. That's really yeah. cool. But, okay, so the ending... Oh, fuck my life. Okay, so they go to a church, and they end up fighting a giant bear... Like a giant wind bear. Are you kidding me? Like a giant wind bear. It's not like a real bear. It's like a giant bear that's made out of wind. Tell me you're kidding me. And this whole time, Danny is knocked out. But then at the end, she wakes up and she defeats it because she's not scared of it. And it turns out to be a manifestation of her fears. Uh, You're kidding me, right? You're kidding me. No, no. It's a bad film, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, can, can we, can we, can we burn it? <laughs> we must burn everything. Can we burn it? The director, the director of the film movie. wants a trilogy. You know that, right? Like, he wants to do a full trilogy of all of this. Are you kidding me? No, I know. This is absolutely insane. It's ridiculous. Wait, they're doing a trilogy? No, they're not going to. Oh. But the director wants to. Um, who's the director? Uh, Josh Boone. Josh, if you listen in this... Josh! Please, don't... Don't do it, man. It's, it's not good. Don't do it for money. Don't do it for money! <laughs> There's a really odd thing about this film. So this film was supposed to come out in, um, in 2017, right? Yeah, yeah, I was completely excited for it. Oh, yeah, you know, me too. A complete... 
shell. Anyway, uh, and then I kept Same. waiting for it. I was like listening to podcasts like all the uh, New Mutants. But then, three years later, alongside with the Snyder Cut um, uh, protests or like alongside with like, the most biggest news that's just happened like over the three years, it decided to come out the worst possible time. <laughs> like no one even and cares about it anymore. What? Like, okay, so... This film would would have come out next to Logan, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, but yeah. Well, this film actually ties into Logan. Okay. So in the whole time, the doctor says to the patients that she has that she's working for someone, and then later on they find out that they're actually working for this Essex Corporation, and they watch the videos of the kids being experimented on. From Logan. So. Oh. It seems like. Now I have wait, no confirmation. Is this, wait is this film. Uh, in the future or something. I don't know. It doesn't say when it's set. But it could very well be set. In the same year as Logan. Mm. Um, oh uh, by the way. Logan. Um, okay. Uh, can, we, can I just quickly talk about Logan. Because that's just like. One Go on. Go. Um, it's my top 50 by the way. Oh, Logan's incredible. Can I, I just want to say, we haven't got to the weekly viewing segment yet, but I did watch Logan this week. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll talk about that now. Okay, so... All right. Logan, um, can we talk about Logan for a bit? We, we can. But let me, let, me okay. just, let me just first of all say uh, about New Mutants. I'll, 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 t- I'll take this the final thing, and then we'll go on to the weekly viewing segment, because I can't take this anymore. Um, <laughs> um, Logan... Not Logan. Uh, it seems like I have I have no confirmation. I have no proof, but it seems like the New Mutants was going to cross over with the New Mutants from Logan. You know, like all the children. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. they were going to join them because at the end they leave. So yeah, yeah, maybe this is going to build up into an X twenty three thing where Daphne, where Daphne King would have come back as Laura, oh, and yeah. they would have been. Like, this kind of team of new mutants. Which is really yeah. weird, considering, like, how Fox the Fox X-Men films then just died. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very odd. Okay. So, you want to talk about Logan, so we'll go straight on to the weekly viewing segment. I hate everything. <laughs> Good, goodbye, new mutants. I hope I never have to goodbye, talk to you ever, talk to you or about you ever again. Was than the film. <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. Yeah. I I expect a lot a lot of viewers to have to have turned like to have tuned out because of that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. If you've skipped to the to yeah. the weekly viewing okay. segment, I'm sorry. Our weekly segment. All right, let's talk about Logan. Let's okay, talk about well, Logan. It's gonna be a little bit different. We're gonna go talk about Logan for a tinsy bit. Okay. We're gonna talk okay. about Logan for an hour. Um, because it just we, this is. Marvel related, so we're just gonna talk about that. So Logan, <sighs> Logan, Logan, Logan. What a film! Can I just say, the first time I saw it, I was in tears because it was. Wait. It was a film. Where are we spoiling this? What are we spoiling this? Should we? Um. If you haven't watched Logan, we're gonna spoil it. Yeah. So please, please. I know. Well, you say that, but I know a lot of people who haven't watched any X Men films. 
If you haven't watched Logan, please skip this because Logan okay, is okay. so I'll give such you a good time film. Now. I'll give you ten seconds if you haven't heard or seen Logan. Okay, get off now. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Okay. So the first time I saw this film, I was in absolute tears. I. It was a film. It was a film. It was like the first superhero film that um, made me realize that uh, we watch these uh, heroes that we watch when we were little, like some cartoons or the uh, first X Men films or things that we enjoy about uh, superheroes. But this one was like a dark, really, really dark film. Yeah, it's real realistic. Uh, yeah, realistic. It was a very realistic film. I, it obviously is in my top 50 um, because it's a really dark superhero film. So, Logan, um, I absolutely love the film. Uh, it's a film that takes you onto another level with the idea of superheroes like Watchmen or um, uh, Unbreakable or at Glass. You know, like those dark superheroes. Yeah. Are, um, so this film was like a film that is entirely different that I, I completely love. And it's like a step up that it's like you've been watching these films alongside, alongside you, like since 2000s. So, and Logan's like the end of it because it's like in the chronological time, but it's like, yeah, a lot of people say that dark Phoenix was a really bad way to end X-Men. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think Dark. I didn't think Dark Phoenix was pretty bad, but I yeah. think for everyone who's what who's watching X Men like going forward, Logan is the end. Like it's the yeah. perfect ending for it all. You yeah. know, it, it's pretty somber, but I think it. You know, yeah. it's it's the best way and, to end it. And um, and uh, it's a very uh, it's yeah, it's just like it's like um that you've been watching when you grow up with the movies. And then this is like the the final goodbye for Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and Patrick is, Stewart. And Patrick Stewart. Oh, Patrick Stewart, man! What a He's guy! Like, uh, and he uh, and they both crushed uh, the role in Logan. They really did. They're broken. They're um, out of the character, and it's it it resonates us because we grow old and we um, have to say goodbye to all the things that breaks us apart or things that we love so um it connects with us and um and but okay so i've got the blu-ray version of logan but nice there is a noir version there is yes yes and i absolutely love the noir version because it makes it a bit more um uh Serious, a bit more yes. serious. Like you see those like samurai films that you've seen that are uh, in black and white in noir. That yes, exciting a bit more like. Uh, well, the, the 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 film the film like it doesn't try. Okay, so like if a film like if you take another comic book film that is an ending like Endgame, it's not technically an ending, but it's still an ending. Uh, like it it glorifies everything. You know, it's it like shows like the best. But Logan. It presents the the brutal realities, and yeah. you know it doesn't pull any of those punches. No, it doesn't give out like like the fan service. Or, no, it doesn't. Um, because this is like a proper ending, 
And yeah. You know, like, there was like anticipation for it, but not much. You know, like this, we we all knew that this was going to be like a serious film that, because, um, you know, we usually see them like, oh, look at this, there's some graphics, uh, sci fi, but no, it's like more serious acting. Uh, and then we see that this father daughter love, like something that. Yeah, uh, the. the... They, like, um, you know, like the game The Last of Us, but this is yeah. more. Um, in the film. There's, a, there's a really good um, kind of redemption for Logan. Yeah. In the sense oh, that... the, 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 the redemption. By, by the yeah. end, he you know, he, he finds this purpose. Yeah. You know, one of his final lines is, you know, so this is what it feels like, you know, having a having a a, a life someone to care about. Yeah. You know, that, this, that, in this case, being his, his daughter. It's like, I watched it yesterday... I am like I was so close to tears. It was you know it, it was it was super super like somber. So, they really did it in in a yeah, really good good um, good way. It, it it's a very 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 good film and and I suggest you watch it in noir because yes. or in the future uh, not you Tom but <laughs> um, um, but get it on Blu-ray. It's it has a better quality. Yes, and it's a. Uh, what would you rate out of ten, uh, Tom? Um, I yeah, I think I have to go ten. A ten. Yeah, I, I I can't think I can't think of anything wrong with it. Oh, Not really. Uh, can we talk about the villain? The villain's great, by the way. Uh, Xander Rice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Richard um, Richard E. Grant. Yes, he's really good. Uh oh yeah, uh, Daphne Keane. She plays well. As... She's great. Yeah. The yeah. like. The film manages to give us new characters that are really memorable, like you know yeah. Caliban. Caliban's great. You yeah, know X twenty X twenty three, like even X twenty four. But the film still stays, you know, dur- like very focused on yeah. Logan and Professor X. Yeah, which um, is really good. Um, I can I just say that it's a bit more cinematic than Marvel films because. It takes like a Western approach. Yes, it would. Uh, it you know Martin Scorsese would call that cinema. It, he, would. He, he would. He would. Obviously he definitely he would. would. He definitely he would. would. Okay. okay. On to our next. Okay, mine uh, weekly segment. Uh, watching. Uh, uh, so I watched the boys. Oh so, yes, I haven't watched it yet. So. Okay. So well, without without spoiling it, tell me what it was like. Okay, I'll tell you what I love about it. So okay. So, oh my god, <laughs> it is insane. So uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but I am going to tell you why it's so good. So um, we see the return of the characters that uh, the beloved characters we've seen on Amazon Prime. Uh, the boys, the boys are back in town. <laughs> Great song, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's a good song. And then uh, we we see like uh, different turn points with uh, different characters in the show. Uh, it gives like an introduction, uh, like where these characters are going. And this is very different from the comics, by the way. So, um, so you got Butcher um, back. He's back. Everyone's back, really. So, and you see Homelander. Oh, by the way. Homelander is terrifying than before. Oh, is he? Nice. Uh, he, he is going on a rampage, by the way. He is. Uh, yeah, he's he's horrifying now. Uh, so, and we see a new character, Stormfront. Yes, yes, uh, I've heard about her. 
And and I had low expectations for her, but holy crap, that. Oh, uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but there was a a twist during, uh, I'm not going to say which episode, but in one of those episodes, but holy crap, that was a terrifying twist. Um, But we we kind of, I had low expectations, but we kind of knew, but yeah. Uh, But can I just say, it's a great TV show so far. Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, And, uh, oh, and Huey, uh, Yes, he, it gets a bit more real for Huey. Uh, it kind of connects. It connects us with the audience as well. Like, what the heck just happened? Or like, uh, give an idea. Like this universe or this, uh, this people create is just bonkers, really. So that's good. Yeah, it it, it doesn't break the illusion. Uh, so it it gives like uh, a good reality check. Uh, oh, and the first season. If you haven't seen the first season. I would strongly recommend it. Yeah, first season's great. Uh, I can I say one of the best superhero um, type um, TV shows. Uh, I agree. Yeah, it's it's up there. Um, I agree. It's really good so far. And Tom, I will recommend it to you. Thank you. I feel I feel privileged. It's on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Amazon yes, Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay, so yeah, I will. Amazon Prime. I I yeah, I recommend it. Great. Yeah. Okay, so I watched... Uh, this is a new film that I watched at the cinema. It's called Baby Teeth. Have you heard oh, of Baby Teeth? Yeah. Yes. My um, my uh, my mum and my sister went to see that. Yes. It's yeah. great. It's an Australian uh, kind of coming-of-age film um, uh, starring Eliza Scanlon and Ben Mendelsohn, uh, who... You'll know Ben Mendelsohn from, you know, Ready Player One, Rogue One, Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. He plays yeah. very... Yeah. He plays very uh, villainous characters in those films. You know, The Dark Knight Rises. But uh, he he plays a a, mid, a middle-aged father going through a crisis in this film, which is actually, like, really fresh for him. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a really cool film about... And it's really heartwarming and quite sad as well. And the trailers make it look like it's this coming-of-age comedy. It's not. It, it's very, very sad. Um, it's got some, some, some real... Uh, you know, real gut punches to it, but you know, it's yeah. it's still in cinema, and you know, it you know makes a good comment on on youth and and, and relationships, and you know, in some senses, toxic relationships. I'd recommend it. Uh, it's it's at cinemas now, but you know, it might come streaming s- soon. I don't know. So if you're comfortable going to the cinemas, definitely give it a watch. Oh, okay. What would you rate it out of ten? Eight. I'd give it. A, I'd give it an eight. I think some of the. I would say that some of the. Uh, some of the aspects feel a bit rushed or come to a bit of an abrupt end. Oh. Have you been watching anything else this week? Um. Okay. Uh. I. Um. Oh. Um. Uh. This is not this week, but I. This is like. Should back recently much. So. Uh, well. Yeah. So Watchmen. This is what I've been watching. Watchmen. Watchmen. Uh, TV. Yes. Sample. I haven't watched this one yet. I've seen the first episode. I really liked it, but I haven't got around to the rest. Okay, so... Oh, uh, Watchmen. Where does it begin? So, it's one of the best TV shows I've seen. Yeah. It has uh, phenomenal acting from Regina King, who plays Night Sister. Yes. Sister Night? Sister Night, I think. Sister Night, yeah. Yes, this night. 
and uh, and she's great in it, uh, which yeah, she's always been. And 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 we do like to see the the uh, characters, uh, not many characters, but some characters that we see in the TV show that I really like, uh, like Jim gives up um, callbacks to the superheroes in the comic. Um, and I like how they didn't change anything from the comic, so I really love that. And that yes, they do the they do the squid. Yeah, yeah, sorry? They do the squid. The squid, yeah. Yes, so, I love the squid. And a great scene with that, by the way. Um, yeah, it has a great opening to an episode with that. And, yeah. And um, so, with this, um, there are um, well, there's some stuff that I didn't like, but that the tiny little problems, but I really, I really liked how they changed uh, those problems. But uh, there are some problems that left with me with this uh, season. But, Overall, it's just the best one of the TV shows that I've ever seen. Oh, and great acting from um, uh, the guy who plays um, Ozymandias. Uh, I forgot his name. Jeremy Irons. Yes, he is. Alfred. Okay. It's Alfred from Justice League and uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah. The boy. Um, so, if you really, really love uh, Watchmen, um, well, uh, if you really, if you really do care about it, you give it a watch because. Um, you might be a little bit sad about, not not sad about, but something that are uh, not changed about. But if you really love Watchmen, I recommend it. It's a 10 out of 10 TV show, and there are so many great moments in this TV show that I absolutely love. And it gives us an idea why superheroes are superheroes. Great. Okay, so... And... and, and Ooh. Uh, obviously, it's one of the, um, you know, like Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes, I do. It has a little reference to DC, well, the main DC thing. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. And it's a really good TV show. Uh, I, you've heard everyone said it, but for me, 10 out of 10, I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, and you can watch, you can only, only watch it on... I'm not sure, but get on Blu-ray. Yes, Please. it's at least on Blu-ray. Uh, this is something that I I I, uh, I didn't actually watch. Something I read, but I finally read Flashpoint. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Tell me about it. Okay. Um, I read it, but I want to hear yours. This is an in, this is an, this is an interesting one. Um, first of all, I really liked it. I thought it was great. Um, I, I I think that the, the what I didn't I I think it wasn't as focused on the Flash as I would have hoped. It was much more of like a, a big DC thing. It was it was more like world building than it was, you know, yeah. a, a story yeah. about the Flash, uh, which I, is I fine. I totally agree on that. I totally agree on that. Um, but I like how uh, uh, that was a problem. They didn't uh, focus on the Flash as much, but I really like how they um, focused on the world building because you know, like Flash changed stuff in the past. Or, yes. Um, something happened. So I like. I really like that. How uh, they changed my email again. Or they changed uh, Wonder Woman in this comic. Yes, I and, agree. And it, it 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 has a really good uh, uh, lead up story to Doomsday Clock, by the way. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And okay, but uh, Doomsday Clock uh, Part
honestly give you that. Uh, I I I can't back that. Sorry, I honestly can say that part two is one of the best comics I've read. Yeah, I need I need to read the second part of that. Um, I, I really it solves it. It solves the problems in the first part because the things that we didn't like, eh? Yeah, we didn't like them. But in the fir- in the part two, it makes so much things better. Yeah, I guarantee it makes so much things happen. That's that's really Better. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I, re- I I especially like the ending of uh, thinking about Flashpoint. I like yeah. the ending. Oh, like the, 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 there's there's a twist in Flashpoint, um, which I knew, and I feel like yeah. a lot of people who know the story of Flashpoint yeah. know because the twist is very much how people describe Flashpoint. Like, oh, Flashpoint is the Flash story where blank i'm not going to spoil it but the, the, there is a, it is intended as a twist so that wasn't great but at the same yeah. time i loved the ending and i listened to the flash soundtrack of the tv show oh, yeah. whilst i was watching it and the way that the soundtrack synced up with the actual like, ending of the comic was i literally was so close to tears it was beautiful um yeah yeah the ending's actually, amazing it's worth getting the comic um don't do you think tom Oh, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely, definitely. Uh, like, well, it, it's not one of the best comics, but I guarantee it'll give you an enjoyable read. Well, yeah, I mean, like, aside from... This is one of my favourite non-Batman DC comics. Yeah. Um, like, oh, Batman yeah. obviously has the best, like, comics out of the DC um, roster, but I think this is one of the best ones that doesn't have Batman in it. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it, a 10? Uh, nine. 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 Yeah. Nine. Um, okay, and another thing that I read in uh, lockdown, uh, well, not lockdown, but a recent thing that I read was um, Last Night on Earth, Batman. Yes, Batman. yes, that's a Scott so, Snyder one. Um, okay, let me have a backstory on this. So many, 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 many months ago, me and Tom were looking at uh, two Amazon seeing some Batman graphic novels. And then there was one on pre-order last night on Earth. So this was made by the legendary Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder. If, if you don't know, Scott Snyder did uh, The Court of Owls, Death of the Family, uh, Zero Year, and one of mine and John's favourite Batman comics, Endgame. The original Endgame. Uh, Batman uh, New 52 Volume 7 Endgame. Like, if you haven't read that, read Death of the Family and then read Endgame. Endgame is the sequel. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, I, I have no words. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, if you're a huge comic fan, um, Batman, you should definitely get it. That's Endgame. one of the it's best just, Batman comics. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I, can, I would say that's the best. Batman comic, I'm not sure, but I would say there's other ones. Yeah, I have to go through and see. That's that's definitely up there. Definitely up there. Definitely up there. So, but not uh, a lot of people talk about it, which is a shame. uh, Can I just say one of the best comics I read last night on Earth? So they have done it again, by the way. So Scott Snyder and Nick Follow, they uh, it's like the last Batman story, but not really. But so. so this is like many, many, many uh, uh, years in the future. So Batman wakes up in Arkham Asylum thinking he's Batman, but he is. But many patients in Arkham or doctors, they are 
uh, villains like the Riddler or Harley Quinn or anything that, or the Penguin. They're all doctors. They don't know what their past. So Batman's like, why am I here? And then there was like a joke. You know that in um, in Bloom, there was a joke. Uh, it was the Joker yes. in Bloom when he was having the gun. Yes. Yes. Him. Bloom is uh, New Fifty Two. Uh, volume yeah, nine. For it, those, for those who don't know. Yeah, we sitting down in the pond like he was, uh, like it was quiet. Yeah. Yeah, him. So it, it it's not the joke in this one, but he looks like him. So uh, it gives an like, interesting thing that what if uh, Batman w- wakes up and that everybody thinks that Bruce Wayne isn't Batman. So uh, which is really interesting, and then. Uh, it goes through this vast land of the broken earth. It's, it's just amazing. It's ambiguous, and it makes up for the ending uh, as well. And it's very, very, um, very. It's therapeutic for me because yeah, uh, because I like it because it gives us an idea of what good and bad, and it kind of reflects on Batman because. Um, we, we all change, but there's one thing that we can't we can't we can't change our kindness, our goodness in the future. So that what gives out the last night on Earth. So he's the last dark night. So yeah, and um, it reflects on him. Everything's on him, and it's it it's one of the best comic endings because it's different, and it's just gives out one of the most pleasing ending. It's just like the most satisfying ending to um, the Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo one. And it has really good twists and turns in this comic. And uh, it gives an idea what we can do and how we can change from these dark times through this broken world. And it's a brilliant story from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Uh, Greg Capullo is a great artist in this one. Um, I, It's a 10 out of 10 for me. I absolutely love it. Wow. And, yeah. Brilliantly put there, man. Um, right, uh, my my last thing that I watched, not actually what I watched, but what I've been playing. Um, again, uh, I'm fully enough sticking to this Batman theme. Uh, I've been playing... So the other week I played Batman Arkham Origins. Yes. Absolutely brilliant. And this week I've been playing Batman Arkham City. And oh, yeah. Can I just say, I... Ha- I've been giving Batman Arkham City a hard time. Yeah, for, you were. You for, were. For you so long. So much bad time. You're like... <laughs> no, right. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. I never, like, I never said it was bad, but it was always, like, my third favourite. It was always uh, Asylum, Origins, City, yeah. and Night. But, you know, through repl- replaying City... It's co- it's getting up there as like maybe my favorite, not quite as good as Asylum, but yeah. it I, I really really like it. City's amazing. City's great, yeah. and yeah. I'm I'm re- I'm really enjoying it right now. I'm I'm, I'm what like I'm like three hundred and fifty Riddler trophies in, out of four hundred and forty. So I'm 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 close to finishing the Riddler trophies. Oh yeah. Yes, um, which is something I've never done I before. It's amazing in city as well. Yeah. It's a very, very different story to any um, Batman stories because we've seen uh, like oh the hero saves the day or something like that. But this one's like a bit darker, a yes. bit more gritty. So. And that there are some really cool things. Like, um, 
So I re- uh, recently did the you know the the Azrael. Um, oh yeah, Azrael. Si- that's like Starbit. Yeah. The 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 the, 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 the 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 side plot for that where Azrael sows those seeds for Arkham Knight is so well done, and it and it, it reminded me how dis- how uh, disappointed I was with Arkham Knight. Um, yeah. They kind of dropped the ball on that. But yes, uh, I really really enjoyed Arkham City, and you should definitely uh, get it. I will say though, I don't like Catwoman. I don't like how she plays. She's very difficult oh. for me. She, she, uh, oh, she's yeah. not as fluid as, as Batman. I don't like her gadgets. And she's not as easy to get around with either because she has to whip and like oh, jump yeah. up I things. I agree. When I first time, when I played as her, she was very hard to control. Yeah. She had like different buttons as well. But Yeah, yeah she's not, I'm not a fan of her. But other than that doesn't, I wouldn't say that ruins my experience with her. Yeah. So overall, I give the game like a, an 8 or a 9 out of 10. It's really, really good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah okay what I have I've been playing so um, so there's a game I've been playing uh, it's called um, oh I'm just trying to think about what I've just been playing um, okay I've been playing a game uh, called um, The Witcher ah yes is, so it, the, the, Witcher. is it The Witcher 3 uh, Witcher 3 Nice. So I haven't played any of the Witcher games. So th- this one is made uh, by CD Projekt Red, and you've probably heard that somewhere. But I have. Believe it or not, that are they are the same developers are uh, who are doing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which I'm so excited for. You are. You're very excited for it. Did you ever pre-order um, it? So I've been playing it. And Death. Wow. Death. It, it's really good. It's really good. Um, so I can't confirm. Well, it. I can feel it's like one of the best games I've been playing. Um, so it it has that that first time experience of playing a game that you've never played before, and it goes you through this journey of The Witcher. But you've probably seen the TV, but this one's different because you see like the um. The fun, you know, not the fun, but like the like a bare version of The Witcher in this one. It kind of gives us like um, a good vibe. So um, the thing is, uh, like this game is like the storytelling. Like you can do, you can do the options. You can do, you can go through this land. You can go through everywhere, and and it's a massive map. But I can't. Uh, I don't know what waiting is, but I feel like it's a nine or a ten. But I, I. I'm still playing it. It's a really good game so far. And whoever... Yeah, so... Whoever are huge uh, game fans, get one of them. It, it Get the game. It's really good. Brilliant. Okay, so that's uh, our weekly uh, viewing segment done. Uh, on to our answering of lovely emails. Yeah! <laughs> Okay, so we actually don't have any emails uh, this week. I just checked. That's quite sad. Please send us emails because otherwise it's it's not very uh, it's it, it's quite depressing. Um, but we did. Uh, I did get some messages um, from some people listening to the pod who corrected us when we were talking about Memento. We were talking about Memento Mori, uh, and I had a couple of my friends tell me that it means remember death or remember you will die. So yeah, there's so that's, there's some. That's I really love. Some information um, for you. Yeah, 
that, that I heard that before somewhere, but uh, once uh, your friend said it, that makes the film more interesting. Doesn't yes. It? Because, um, it adds new uh, context. If you want to learn about why I love Memento and why is it my favourite film, l- listen to the last podcast that we just did, the Nolding Ranking. So that makes it, uh, the, the word Memento Mori, that makes it more interesting uh, like to the ending of the film or the beginning of the film. So, um, to the character of Leonard. So yeah, that's why we are like. Yes, it does. Uh, other than that, uh, if we move on to some co- uh, comments on YouTube, uh, we have. Um, or can I just say we have fifteen subscribers now? Go us! Awesome, really? awesome 15 stuff. Subscribers. Oh, that's great. Yeah, 15. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, subscribing. Thank you. Why, why are you yes. subscribing to us? Yes, we really, really, we really appreciate that. Um, I, we, I, we, we have can a... I, can I just say that 15 subscribers is a huge thing for us because... Yes. We don't have, like, these people um, talking to us about films. We, we just talk to our films, like, to our friends or families. But to other people, people on the internet, and it's it's a huge thing for us and we just love talking about films uh, we just we just love talking about it every yes. day of our lives so thank yeah so thanks to, to you guys for listening even 15 is is a really really you know um we're really grateful for it um we got we got a a, a comment here from kingslayer2003 who says hi john and and you already replied you said in full caps yes it's me <laughs> nice one. So, nice uh, one. Explain. So, um, my friend, that uh, I, I'm going to say his name. Kingslayer. Yeah, Kingslayer. <laughs> I'm not going to say his real name. So, so Kingslayer. I know him. Um, he loves the X Men films, and um, so he would definitely like this uh, episode of the podcast. So, nice. uh, hey, Kingslayer, 2003. Hi, I Kingslayer. Doing, How you doing? doing? Well, and. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for subscribing as well. Yes, um, we also got one um, from a friend of mine, Alex uh, Alejandro Brooks, who says, good video, guys. Thank you very much. Drive has the best music. Can you uh, second that? Uh, okay, so Drive. Um, I said in the last podcast, I don't think I specified as well on the last episode of the podcast. So, Drive. Uh, yes, I agree, Alex. Drive has the best music. Um, it, it has a good use of music in this film because it has uh, a fitting atmosphere or uh, idea into this film of, like, who this character is or what feeling does this film give out so that's why i really love about the soundtrack of the film so um if you haven't seen drive uh that's you tom um, <laughs> um, i'll watch drive when you watch the clone wars it's a really good film but if you don't want to watch drive or uh you haven't seen it yet i would strongly recommend you well no i don't know don't don't listen to the soundtrack first don't listen to the soundtrack first sorry don't listen sorry ignore me i'm an idiot <laughs> Watch oh wait, wait, wait! You want us to listen to the soundtrack first? Um, you heard it here first, folks. John wants us to listen to the soundtrack first. Please don't. Everybody, listen um, to the soundtrack now. So, yeah. Go and do the it. Soundtrack is amazing. So yeah, um, 
who are okay, whoever are music fans, do listen to the Drive soundtrack. It's 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 beautiful. So yeah, what's the next question? It's same comment. He Alex Alex also says that he didn't think two thousand and one was boring, and that he was in my film studies class. As I said yesterday, uh, not yesterday, last week. Um, Everyone in my film studies class said that 2001 A Space Odyssey was boring. Um, I stand corrected. Alex didn't. Um, no, I, I, I like it. And I think that my film studies class are just mental. Um, yeah, I, I, I really love the film. Um, because I really love sci-fi. And I really like uh, the how the director um, made this film like with... Uh, like some effects with it, and it's just mind-blowing. Um, and I really love the music in the film. Uh, that gives out like it, it, it. Uh, you know, there's like not much dialogue in the film, but it speaks for itself. The music speaks for itself. Like it gives you emotions. Like uh, how how does it feel? So uh, that's really that's a really good film. But yeah. your film scenes class didn't like it. Well, they're I, crazy. I, I gotta say that's that you have a bad taste. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm some sometimes they do, and anyone listening, please defend yourself. <laughs> please, I, I, please don't harm us. We we just want to talk about uh, why. Uh, well, here's the thing. It's all subjective. It's all subjective. Yeah. So films. Uh, so the reason we love films that. We just want to escape. We just want to go through these worlds of wonders, and these films are just so beautifully shot, and uh, they have amazing, sto- uh, compelling story storylines, and they just forget um, the everyday, uh, our dark reality, and it's just beautiful how people can use films to change the world or change people's minds and give us lessons on life. And and these films yeah. are very very uh, they're not long but they're just two hours and they give us like the most important life advice and they're just really good films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can I just say we could make a book out of all of these like essays that you're talking like you know like every like you're saying these really long like. Uh, like things about about like the meaning of life and it's great it's great <laughs> um, we should call you we should call you poetry I'm john sorry if you think i'm just talking for too long uh, <laughs> we should call you poetry john that's it, your new name sorry you, your new name should be poetry john poetry john um I, maybe <laughs> I, i'm not sure uh, if if, you, if if this video gets 20 likes i'll definitely change my username to poetry John. Yeah, that's not that that. Yeah, you you you, you wait, you wait. I'm I'm excited. Please get this to twenty likes, please. Um, okay, what okay, well, well, I meant to say that films are meant to be um, to enjoy something that yes. gives us uh, out of this reality. But when it comes to criticism, uh, so films. They're just being harshly criticised that, aren't they? Like, they got, like, all of these... Uh, obviously, you need story art, uh, art and everything. But um, but there are films that are perfect, but people just 
criticize and think, oh, um, just don't watch this. It's 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 bad. But then it's really good. No, yeah. P- really uh, good. Like La Land. These people, yeah, like they think La Land is super, super terrible. But when you once you watch it, you watch it. La Land's brilliant. Um, it's what, what people... People just trashing on it. Yeah, that that's that's one that you know I don't think is fair, and then half of them haven't even seen so, the, the you know the ultimate edition. Uh, but but I I think I think what people forget is that you know film is obviously a uh, a subjective a subjective medium. So yeah. um, and it changes our perspectives of sorry perspective on life. It does. Um, yes, it does. Yes, and that's what beauty of films. They just they're just amazing, really. Um, they really are. Okay, so um, thank you, everybody, thank you. for listening thank to another you. episode of yeah. the Out of Time Film Podcast. This was a bit of a weird one because obviously John is uh, over the over Skype. So uh, hopefully Thanks. next week he'll actually be here. Um, we don't actually have a subject for next week, um, so maybe maybe email in, give us some suggestions. Um, yeah. Give us questionnaires, Q and A's, uh, same thing. So. Yeah. So we don't know what we're gonna do next week. Um, we'll figure that out. Any ideas, John? Um, we'll talk about that uh, once the week is progressing through. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can't think now. It's quite late on a Saturday that we're doing this. I want to go to yeah. bed. Uh, <laughs> what time is it now? It's twenty-five to ten. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. It's bad for me. I'm I'm a tired boy. I'm a tired guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at outoftimefilmpod at gmail.com. Please be sure to leave a like if you enjoyed and subscribe if you want to see more. Yeah. Share, share, share it, comment, email, all that jazz. I am... Uh, Tom the Boardman on Twitter. And my Twitter is ComedyJohn42. And if uh, if you really want to really, really want to follow me on Instagram, it's the same thing as well. But I'm private, so <laughs> he is private. Yeah. He's a private guy. He's got I'm so a m- guy. He's so got secrets. Guy. What are your secrets? I'm Batman. Oh my god. Oh my makes yeah. so much sense now. Yeah. So Everybody, thank you for tuning in for the Out of Time Film Podcast. Yes, our third podcast, still going strong, three weeks in. The world hasn't exploded yet, but we are seeing red skies like in Crisis and Infinite Earths. And on that note, take what you're given. Give them back. Goodbye. Oh, I'm sorry. Everyone, (laughs) please be safe. Yes, Uh, please be safe. 2020 is such a bad year. And yeah, we know people are going back to school, and so we're going back to college this week. Uh, you've actually already started. Um, um, I've, so I've started my college. Um, yes, you yeah, have. So please. So, yes, please um, do stay safe. Look yeah, at you. Um, look at you, John, oh, being I'm, all sorry. being all lovely. Yeah, go yeah, on, um, go on. And we heard some terrible news throughout this year. So yes. Um, if you're worried about something, or just um, go through the email and. Um, and we'll give you a film that will yeah get you out. That's a good idea. If if you if you want you know you know if you're struggling and and you want a film, we'll we'll you know we'll happily we'll give you something that give will you something. motivate you. Yes, that will we will get out get out your bed, see the world in a different perspective. Yes, you will. So yes, please you know even if you're going to the cinema, 
you know, be sure to wear a mask, be sure to, you know, yeah. you know be mind, be mindful of, of, of things and, you know, just, just stay safe. But don't, don't forget to have fun because yeah. in the end, that's what it's all about. So, are we done? Yeah. We are done. So, take what you're given. Give something back. We'll see you next, next week. Guys, goodbye.